I'm Jake. What were we talking about? Shit, shit. This is uh, going to be a uh, solo episode. I'm on my way back home from Franklin today. Uh, gotta love this driving thing. Woo-woo. Anyways, I thought uh, I'd make this little episode about uh, a bit of a review of uh, Season 5 of Elementary. Uh, I'm not sure how many of you actually uh, like Elementary. All three of my fans, I'm not sure. Uh, it's one of my absolute favorite shows. Overall, the entire show is pretty fucking spot on. Uh, it's a great interpretation of, uh, the Sherlock mythos, uh, with some nice twists and turns added in. Um, season five, I just finally finished it. Uh, uh, my wife and I actually, uh, not really binge watched it. We sort of had a, uh, a routine going uh, because we work such uh, uh, we work opposite shifts uh, I go in usually in the morning uh, about 8 o'clock in the morning uh, until about 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon uh, usually she uh, works 3 o'clock to about 11 o'clock at night um, I also work from anywhere from 5 to uh, midnight just depends on the day of the week because uh, I have two jobs um, but I uh, so usually whenever we'd get home we'd uh, make ourselves a little supper and then we would uh, also uh, w- uh, we were watching elementary we were trying to figure out something to watch it all started because I was already uh, re-watching the show from season one and she came in about season or episode two uh, and we just sort of just watched it from beginning to end. Um, she says she doesn't like it. I don't really believe her. I think she has some sort of an enjoyment of it. I'm sure she doesn't love it as much as I do. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, so I missed the last few episodes of season five during the actual season. Um, we had gotten rid of we have gotten rid of our satellite and uh, we're going just solely off of apps. We're going to uh, have the CBS app, which the only reason I got it was for Limitless as well as Elementary. Um, uh, Limitless unfortunately was uh, canceled, so then I only had it for Elementary. But I missed the last you know I think four five episodes of Elementary. Um, just because I, I had kind of uh, not lost interest in it, but uh, there's a lot of commercials on the app, and I didn't really feel the need to pay, you know, whatever ten bucks, fifteen bucks a month, uh, so I to not have uh, uh, commercials. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It, it is a pretty good deal. It's only you're only paying, you know, whatever it is, ten or fifteen bucks a month. Uh, and you get not only just like elementary, Big Bang Theory, or the the latest season of Big Bang Theory, I believe. I don't think you get all the seasons. Uh, but you get like Beauty and the Beast. Uh, my wife is actually watching Caroline in the City. Um, 
but either way. Uh, so I, I, I missed the last four or five episodes and then just decided to start from the beginning. And I finally finished season five. Um, honestly, uh, for a while I thought season um, uh, four. Is that right? Yeah, season four was the weakest season. The one with Moreland Holmes, his father. Uh, but going back and watching it again, it's actually a fairly strong season. It's pretty good. Uh, it, it's not not the best season, but it's not a terrible season. Uh, the fifth season, again, not a terrible season, but probably the weakest, I would have to say. Uh, the entire season is more or less dedicated to uh, taking down uh, a street gang that, you know, kills people and, you know, peddles drugs. Um, not terribly bad uh, idea. They introduced a new character, Shinwell, uh, played by uh, Nathan Ellis, who used to play on True Blood. Uh, now, unfortunately, Nathan Ellis did pass away shortly after um, the fifth season of uh, Elementary. Uh, it was unfortunate, you know. Um, he, uh, he gave a serviceable performance, and I don't think it, I don't, it doesn't come back on him any. I think the problem came up to, uh, that's how they wanted to portray the character, which isn't bad. He was kind of laid back, uh, somewhat monotone. Now, there were times whenever he kind of spoke up, he got a little louder, um, and whenever he did, I mean, the dude could show some range. Um, but, uh, yeah, he was a good character. I enjoyed the character. There was a very, actually, a heartwarming moment in the, uh, uh, first episode, second episode, maybe uh, early in the season after we we're first introduced to Shinwell, he has just gotten out of prison, um, and is sort of having trouble coping uh, with it because you know he's not in his gang anymore. He doesn't have that position of power or uh, any real pride. He's kind of working. He's working in a boxing gym, uh, cleaning up the rings, cleaning blood, spit off the rings, dumping spit buckets. Uh, which I, mean, I can't. Ugh, that's disgusting. Um, so he's sort of having troubles. Uh, he run, happens to run into Joan, and uh, played by Lucy Liu, uh, who uh, he also asked her. He said, "You know, what do I do? You you seem happy now. You were you went from being a doctor who saved. She happened to she saved his life. Is what happened earlier, way before when she was still a surgeon. She she pulled I think five bullets out of his." out of him um but she uh you know she she does care about him and she was happy to see that he was out of prison and seemed to be trying to turn his life around um he asked her how she did it how she turned her life around and changed how she became a different person uh and became happy uh she at first seems to sort of blow him off not really exactly blow him off but she sort of uh, then she talks to Sherlock about possibly uh, training him to become a detective, as he did with uh, Kitty. Um, he Sherlock's not really keen on that. He doesn't like the idea that the guy's a former drug dealer and uh, criminal. Uh, doesn't see any real change in him. Uh, but, you know, she goes eventually, by the end of the episode, uh, she goes to his apartment and... Uh, he knocks on the door and uh, he answers and it looks like whenever he answers it looks like he might have been crying or there was something going on 
uh, and she says, hey, I, I was kind of thinking about your, 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 your question, and uh, I think we should go, you know, get something to drink, get a, or get a bite to eat or something like that, and talk about it, talk about how you change, and, uh, you know, he's like, oh, that sounds great, and, and he's like, just give me a second, shuts the door, and it kind of goes, it, it's a shot from behind him, and he has a gun behind his back, and he, it, he was getting ready to kill himself, uh, even now, I get a little choked up talking about it, it was a very sweet, very, um, endearing moment showed a lot about that character in just one shot and it was it was a really well done scene uh nathan ellis did a very good job it was a very subtle performance uh which he gets that's what he usually gives in this in the show uh was a very subtle performance uh through and through uh uh and, and usually just serviceable, but there were moments where he was, you know, pretty incredible. Uh, so ultimately, she decides. Uh, she asks him if uh, he wants to become a detective, and she would train him to become a detective. He declines. Uh, he decides that uh, that he wants to take down SBK, and he go. He's in the Nakahoots. I guess that's kind of leaves sort of a nefarious taste in your mouth uh he signs up as a, a ci with an fbi agent and um some bullshit goes down and a gun that he had is found at the scene of a of a murder um and it's taken a little bit of time for them to run the prints uh but they figure out who the fbi agent is so Lu- uh, lucy Lou. <laughs> joan goes to talk to him and the guy says ultimately no he's not going to help get him out of the trouble out of trouble because uh that particular fbi agent wasn't allowed to recruit any more uh confidential informants due to a previous incident and so rather than tank his career to save someone's life you know he harry decides to ultimately just save his career uh, she argues with him. He says no and says it's probably for the better. Guy's a criminal and it's he's going to be where he belongs. Um, and that he should have been more careful, etc., etc. Um, by the end of the episode, uh, you know, she tries to talk him into it one more time. Says she'll turn him in and, you know, he still declines. As she leaves, he calls her and she says, well, that didn't take you very long to reconsider. And he says, I, I didn't. I'm going to do what's best. Uh, what the right thing is, and that's not uh, give him, uh, let it be known that he's my CI, and then probably kills himself, which kills any chance of uh, Shinwell getting out of this trouble. He starts to panic, and then um, you know, he talks to Sherlock a little bit, and then uh, says, well, I've only got a day to live, I'm gonna make the best of it. Sherlock finds him on the roof of the building. Oh, uh, a roof of a building where he works now. He, he stopped being uh, a janitor at the gym and uh, now he's like a handyman in a hotel, or in a hotel uh, apartment complex. And uh, he's up there fixing the roof. Uh, some lady lives above him was complaining about a leak so he wanted to fix it before he went to prison. Um, showing, again, another really sweet side to the character. Um, and Sherlock's like, this is how you spend your last day of freedom. He's like, well, it didn't seem right not to fix something. Just fix this for her before I, you know, was gone forever. Um, Sherlock says, well, don't worry about it. He hands him a rag. And he's like, what's this for? 
uh, as Sherlock tells them, I wiped the prints clean. They hadn't processed them yet. So I, the gun's clean. The prints won't come back. This is the proof. So, you know, you have this over me. Ian says that in, in, uh, in trade for him doing that for him, he says, I'm going to train you to become a confidential informant, a proper one. They put him in touch with a cop uh, who will, uh, you know, actually put him on the, on the, in, in the file as a, uh, as a CI. He's going to go undercover in uh, SBK, which is the gang, and move up, try to move up the ranks and take him out from within. Um, so Sherlock said, I will train you to become the best CI you possibly can be that way you don't get in any trouble and you're covered for any situation that might come up so you don't die um he agrees to that obviously uh there's also another really great scene uh in the following episode Charles comes home sees that he has this new chess table um beautiful just pristine really well put together and he sits there and he stares at it for a moment and uh, Shinwell comes in and tells him, uh, he's like, oh, you, do you like your gift? And um, uh, he's like, w- what is this? He's like, yeah, I found it down in the basement. I thought I'd fix it up for you. You know, since I'm going to be spending more time with you, I figured we have a proper table to play chess on. Um, <laughs> and uh, Sherlock's like, uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was evidence in a... Uh, I think he said something like 70 year old crime and it took me quite some time to procure it uh, all the nicks and uh, stuff that you found in it were from the ice pick used to kill somebody he said and I was, I've been trying to solve the murder you know for quite some time and uh, I was like oh it, it was a very sweet scene it's kind of hard to describe it without you seeing it it doesn't really uh, have the same effect but it was a very cool scene um but uh, Shinwell and uh, Sherlock start to get a little closer. Uh, but then ha- uh, the mid-season finale comes around and you find out uh, that Shinwell's been shot at. There was a drive-by shooting. He's been shot at or shot. Uh, I can't quite remember. Um, so uh, Shinwell uh, you know, kind of brushes it off and tells him not to worry about it. But they dive into it a little deeper and they find out that the gun that was used to shoot at Shinwell was used previously to kill uh, another member of SBK, somebody who used to be Shinwell's friend. Uh, they dive a little deeper and they find the person. It was actually the person The person who shot at Shinwell was the uh, was the person who got killed with the gun previously, Shinwell's friend. It was his brother. Um and you come to find out that Shinmo was the one that used the gun previously, killed his friend, because SBK put him up to it. Uh, Sherlock finds this out, dives into it deeper, and they confront Shinmo about it. Um, and then, you know, Shinmo obviously uh, not happy about that. Uh, but they part ways. Uh, at the end of the episode, Sherlock's walking down the street talking on the phone. Uh to Joan and then gets jumped by Shinwell, gets the shit kicked out of him Tells and he tells him, I told you to leave it alone they made me kill him SBK killed him they made me do it and I'm going to take them down, he said and anybody who gets in my way is gonna get hurt and you know 
proceeds to kick kick at Sherlock a little bit more. Um, really well done scene. That's the that's another scene that uh, Nathan Ellis does a fantastic job, and he, he's you know upset, angry, shows his true emotion, shows his true side of he's the killer, you know, and he's going to do what he feels is best no matter what, and he knows what he did was wrong, but he's going to do it. He's going to take down SBK no matter what. Um, I believe that was the mid-season finale, and then when it comes back, you know, you see Sherlock sort of dealing with it. He's not super happy. He doesn't really talk about Shinwell anymore. Uh, and then you, you really, honestly, you don't see a whole lot from Shinwell until probably the last uh, four episodes, maybe. Maybe five. I think it's the last four, though. Um, and he gets back in touch with Joan to help him out with something. Um, Joan helps him out with whatever it is. And then, uh, you know, Sherlock's not super happy about it. And this entire time, you Sherlock's starting to act a little different. Like there's something wrong. Um, and this particularly kicks in the last four episodes. And you start to notice it. Now, um, after Joan helps out, uh, basically what Shinmo wants is that there is somebody uh, whose position in the gang Shinmo wants, uh, but he can't move up with that guy still there. So the best course of action without having to kill him is to um, get him sent up for a murder that Shinmo knows he committed. Uh, they find proof, link him to it, and then he gets arrested. Shinwell gets the job. And he starts, he's getting ready to move out and move to a different neighborhood. That way he can cover his, you know, his, his area properly. Um, so he, uh, uh, later on, the, towards the end of the episode, he gets, uh, he sends a, Shinwell sends a text to Joan, uh, telling her to get to his place ASAP. She gets there and finds Shinwell dead, stabbed in the back. Uh, you find out that it was SPK who killed him. Uh, because that's what they do when they find out somebody's a snitch. They stab him in the back. Um, so then Joan decides to finish what he started. Because what he started was, you know, what he wanted to do was the right thing. And uh, he had, prior to his death, written a confession uh, to the killing of his friend. He said, he asked, he gave it to Joan and told her, just wait until after I take down SBK. Then you can turn it in, and I'll go to prison. I'll I'll take the, I'll take the rap. I'll, I'll you know I'll do my time like I'm like I should. Um, kind of showing that he did truly turn a corner. He you know he was a killer, and he was just so devoted to taking down SBK. Uh, it didn't matter what he did. You know he he kicked the shit out of Sherlock because Sherlock got in his way. Didn't matter to him. He he wanted to take down SBK. Um, so she decides to take him, uh, take down the gang, and Sherlock agrees to help her. Um, it's uh, from that point on, it's just a matter of them figuring out who is in charge of SBK and taking it down. They find out who it is. Well, I'm not giving anything away with that, um, but they figure it out. Uh, but again, this entire time, it starts to get a little. Sherlock starts acting a bit weirder, uh, and more weird than he usually does. Uh, he's talking to this lady uh, that he he meets at his meeting, 
uh, it, it starts to show that Shinwell's death really did have an effect on him and he didn't you know he didn't realize it um, but he starts talking to this lady telling her about all this you know this other crime that happened uh, a crime that he never visited the scene he never talked to anybody in the scene but he pointed the cops in the direction of a kid who he believed was the killer uh, the kid got convicted and then uh, while in prison uh, killed himself so Sherlock was starting to question himself he thought you know maybe he was wrong and while all this is going on he's also doing this uh, he has all these boxes uh, in, in a chest which you you're introduced to the chest earlier on in the show I think in like season three I think it is um, but he opens them up or he, he has them sitting on his on his uh, table and then he says a bunch of random objects opens it up and that's what's in the box uh, so he's testing his memory to make sure his memory is still good um, but this entire time he's talking to this lady and this lady you know kind of won't leave him alone um, you come to find out that it's his mother, uh, his dead mother. She's uh, talking to him. He's hallucinating, um, and he uh, he his memory's going getting so bad, and his you know obviously he's hallucinating, and he doesn't get to go to Shinwell's viewing like he promised Joan he would. She gets pissed off. They sort of have a you know a blow off, and. Uh, you know, he says he didn't say he forgot. He just says he lost track of time, so as to not alert her that there's something going on, something wrong. Um. So, uh, this you know that's going on. They figure out who it is. You know, taking over who's over SBK and uh, Joan ultimately solves the crime uh, without Sherlock's help, really, because he's uh, you know dealing with his own nonsense. Uh, he gets a call from his mother, you know, well, not really call, and he's talking to her, and she apologizes and tells tells him, well, it's too late, you know, you can't apologize now, you can't you do this and that, so it's too late, and then uh, he asks her where she's at, and then all of a sudden you start to see fire building up around her, and he keeps asking where she's at, and then he sees uh, smoke, I believe it is, it always sees easy smoke. And then uh, runs off and sees that his room, where the chest was, uh, is on fire. Uh, he throws a stool at the at the glass door. It busts open, knocks him back, and knocks him out. And that's the last we see of him until the very end of the, end of the episode. Um, the next time we see him, he is at a doctor's office. And there's a very sweet moment in the in the show where his mother, obviously his hallucination sits down next to him in the doctor's office uh, well in the waiting room and he, you know, he tells her he's like I'm, I'm quite scared and she's like would you like me to hold your hand and he sort of looks he looks scared he looks worried he, he looks like a scared child and it uh, you know just as it looks like he's getting ready to hold her hand the doctor comes out and calls him to the back and he gets a CAT scan and that's the last we see um between that there's kind of a cut as he's getting ready as he gets called to the back Joan comes home sees that the window is that door is busted out uh, but there was no fire he didn't there is so he busted it out and so she runs off looking for Sherlock uh, and that's it that's where the season ends 
Uh, now, what was curious about it is, uh, is that the show was, uh, you know, sort of on the bubble whether it was going to get canceled or not. They didn't know, which was a bold decision because if it had gotten canceled, uh, that was a not a not a good way to uh, <laughs> end the uh, end the season and the series as it might have been, um, because then we left all kinds of questions. So. Um, but luckily, it, you know, it got renewed, and they're saying that season six will could be its final season. Um, but they're uh, they don't say exactly what's wrong with Sherlock. You just see him getting a test. So I mean, it could be cancer, it could be some sort of brain tumor, it could be Alzheimer's, it could be anything. We don't know. What's going to be great about season six? Um, it was season six could be its strongest season just because we're going to see Sherlock battling struggling with the fact that his, the one thing he cherishes the most his mind his brain is sort of decaying away uh, and there's nothing he can do about it at least that's seemingly the direction they're going it could be a, a, a good if this is the end of the series um, it could be a fantastic way to end it with um, a different take on the sort of the Reichenbach Falls, uh, which was initially how the series, the book series ended. Um, so it would be uh, really curious to see how they turn that around and, you know, kill Sherlock off or whatever they end up doing. Uh, and it'd be great to see maybe in the last couple episodes, we don't necessarily see a final mystery. We see, uh, maybe Sherlock coming to terms with, uh, with his disease, whatever it is that might be killing him. That's damaging him. Irre irre irreparably. That was rough. Um, so it'll be it'll be really curious to see. While season five wasn't its strongest season, it wasn't a season where I was you know pissed off at and I thought it was useless. Uh, there seemed to be a, quite a bit of filler episodes. We didn't see a whole lot of Shinwell, even though it seemed his story was the one that was like the main story of the uh, uh, show of this season rather. Um, so it's kind of it was kind of weird because I know most shows. I mean, The Flash doesn't, Arrow doesn't. Uh, elementary has done it before. Every show does it. There's, you know, especially a show that has, you know, whatever, 20 episodes, 23, 24 episodes in a season. You know, you take a break uh, from it. You just have a couple filler episodes. But they usually, even at the end of it, or they don't take that big of a break. There was large chunks of the season where it didn't further the story with Shinwell other than just having Shinwell maybe in the episode. So I thought that was kind of weird, and I, I didn't really enjoy that part and aspect of it. But it is what it is. Shinwell, uh, Nathan Ellis was a fantastic addition into the show. Um, it's unfortunate both the actor and the character died. I would have liked to seen more from him. Um, uh, there was a great... You got to see uh, more of an evolution between Sherlock and Joan. Uh, Joan was trying to more strike out on her own. Uh, with you know definitely with how she reacted to uh, Sherlock not being himself towards the end of the season um, it, 
it was a really well done episode. I was I was very happy with it. Uh, a very well done season, rather. Uh, just honestly, probably the weakest, just because there was a lot of filler episodes. Um, and the filler episodes weren't bad. They were all good episodes. It's just I would have liked a more cohesive story, something that every episode or. Uh, just more episodes that help further the story. It seemed more like this season was they didn't have a whole lot of ideas. Uh, season six, though, they could go the complete opposite way, and they could, this could be their strongest season, have a completely overarching story. Uh, it'll be really great to see it, uh, see what they do. You know, see the interactions between Gregson and Sherlock and. Uh, Marcus and J- and Sherlock, um, and particularly Joan and Sherlock. I think that's going to be the best part of it. I, I'm sure we're going to see the return, if this is the final season, see the return of um, Mycroft and um, Moreland Holmes. Um, it, it's going to be it's going to be interesting going forward, seeing what it is. Um, I'm not sure if anybody has ever watched Sherlock, but I do Sherlock Elementary rather. Um, if you haven't, it's all on Hulu. All the seasons are on Hulu. I highly recommend it for me. And there's going to be people who argue it and say Sherlock is. But Elementary, to me, is probably the best interpretation of Sherlock. Uh, they do a better job of interpreting Irene Adler. Um, uh, and I think... And also, they do a fantastic job interpreting uh, um, Moriarty. Um and also, Sherlock always lended itself more to a police procedural, which is what the show ultimately is. It's a police procedural uh, with uh, the mystery element thrown into it, you know, the Sherlock element. Um, and that's what it's always, you know, it's lent itself to that sort of show because, uh, yeah, he has a bunch of source material, but there's a lot of potential to just have Sherlock solving murders uh, and clever murders. And that's a lot of them. There is a lot of... Uh, references to the you know, source material and uh, interpretations of different episodes. There is a Hound of Baskerville episode, uh, which is really good. Um, but there's a lot of really clever episodes on there. And I'm not saying every single one is fantastic, but most of them are. Um, and there's not, to me, honestly, there isn't really a bad episode. Uh, they're all good. Just some are better than others. Uh, if you have a chance, I highly recommend going out uh, getting on Hulu and watching every single episode as soon as you possibly can. It's it's wonderful. Uh, as soon as you do, get, hop onto Facebook, get onto our, uh, what were we talking about, Facebook page. Let me know what you think of it. Uh, so until next time, guys, I'm Jake. What were we talking about? 